before we uh, take questions. Yeah, really good team win. Uh, really proud of that. the guys in that locker room. Two years ago, we were in a very similar game against a triple option team that runs it really, really well and took a loss in overtime. And I think it shows the growth, the development of this program to play one of the top teams in FCS uh, and play at that high of a level um, under adverse circumstances. They've got a really good program. Coach, Bo Go Coach Bohannon is built. Um, they play the game the right way, um, but just really, really proud of our guys. The way they handled this week, they were, they were focused, all of those things. Big lesson, again, that we told them in the locker room is still have to finish the game the right way. I thought Andrew Thacker called a great game as the defensive coordinator in this program. Late in the fourth quarter, they still held them to three points, uh, and then we gave two cheap ones up late. They earned them. They're a good program. Um, but just the, the, the game that he called, I said this last night or yesterday, I faced this kind of offense in my career playing and coaching 33 times total. That was the best scout team look, developmental look we have ever had. That developmental team, every single one of them should get game balls. So on Tuesday's presser, please make sure, Mike, you allot at least four minutes for me to read all of their names off. Because that was the reason we won. That developmental uh, scout team look with the triple option offense, it was the best we'd ever seen. Favorite play of the day. I heard it went viral was Jordan Dominic causing the fumble, scoop and score. And just so we all understand, that does not happen by accident. JD, after Wednesday's practice, we were doing two defenses where he was an edge blitzer, right? First threat, all of those things make the decision happen really fast. He kept our developmental quarterbacks out for five minutes, practice coming off the edge, taking first threat, and then when they planted and pitched, practice sticking his arm out. That's why that play happened. Because J.D. has learned in this program how to have a process, how to apply the process, how to find any way to have an edge. So that on game day, you can get a play that's hopefully going to be in top ten on top plays tonight and tomorrow morning, and it's well-deserved because he did it the right way. I uh, caught a couple of the 9-11 uh, tributes uh, that, that were played uh, throughout the stadium, and I think it's important to reflect on that, um, where we all were when those things, that, that, that tragic day happened. Uh, I thought our social media staff, they do a great job every single day, but I thought the respect, the honor, all of those things that the moment requires uh, did a great job. Then today we honored Pepper Rogers' family, Pepper Rogers' uh, career here, Pepper Rogers, who he is, to Georgia Tech community. And I was lucky I got to give his wife a hug. And I apologize, uh, my microphone, I think it poked her, but just a, a sweet lady. Uh, he means a lot to me. A couple years ago in Charlottesville, uh, Todd Stansberry introduced me to Pepper and what a great uh, ambassador for the game, ambassador for Georgia Tech and uh, means a lot to us as we've transitioned uh, now uh, into the program that we're building and developing. Uh, just, just thoughts to, to his family. Thought our linebacker core played at a ridiculously high level. You saw Ace on the field with Charlie and Jaquez Jackson, and they played really well together and had some, some great plays. Charlie Thomas, we all know he's a playmaker. Uh, he had two huge plays. He was playing the Sam slash nickel force today. 
Then he was playing the Willie, so he got a turnover at Sam. He got a turnover at Willie. I thought he had a great game. And Quez Jackson's leadership in this program this week, the young man that he's developed into, uh, really, really proud of him. And then Ace coming in, being an a ultimate leader in this program, uh, really good. Then offensively, uh, Jordan Yates had a, had a heck of a game. Throws for four, t four TD passes. And I'm sure Flynn has all kind of cool stats that I won't, I'll let, Coke, I'll let Mike Flynn handle that kind of stuff. But just really proud of the guys. Uh, I truly love that team that's in that locker room. Uh, I love the guys that have been here to help us build this thing. And exactly seven days from right now, we have to go on the road for the first time this year together to pay a, play a big time team. Um, so the work is cut out for us. Got to put this one to bed and get ready for a big time opponent on the road next Saturday in Death Valley. Mike. Questions, if you could please raise your hand so we can get a microphone to you. We'll start here with Rob. Uh, on Wednesday, Coach Thacker talked about defensively they needed to have discipline, yep. keeping their eyes in the right yep. place. In the beginning, had a little trouble with the pitch, covering the pitch. Sure. But as the game went on, proof of what he was teaching yep. this guy really came to. Yeah, absolutely. And then. Uh, you know, Tariq wasn't able to go today. Tariq Carpenter, I think he got the first play. Uh, tried to battle through it, but couldn't. Um, Jalen King came in there, really battled. I think he was third on the team in tackles. What a great young man in this program. Uh, stepping up when, when one of his teammates goes down. And then Derek Allen played the field and the boundary uh, today, which is not easy to do, especially when he's played the whole offseason at corner. So he had to hop in and play the nickel. He had to hop in and play the free safety, essentially. Uh, really proud of Derek Allen, uh, how far he's come uh, in this program. But, yeah, once they settled down, got in a rhythm, um, that's a really good offense. But I thought we were fundamentally sound. Had a couple of eye control issues, you know, late in the game that we cannot have. Uh, but overall, really proud of that group. I had the whole team give Andrew Thacker and the developmental offensive scout team a round of applause today after the game, and they well deserved. Kelly? You touched on one of the things, but you were down three defensive starters, basically. Yep. And, yep. and Rico ended up playing one snap, and you had guys step up a kilo stone. Yep. Um, and you know, uh, Jalen, who you mentioned, yep. and obviously Tobias and some other guys stepped in as well. Just kind of was it talk about where your defense is now? Sure. Depth versus a game two years ago, which might have been really hard on you if you go down. <laughs> there's, there's absolutely no doubt. Um, and I, I'm just really proud of them. You know, I know our ATL philosophy, work to be above the line. If you're above the line, you're going to play. Prepare like you're a starter. Prepare to earn playing time. I remember early on, there was some little – Comments, little innuendos, whatever about what are we doing today proves that that philosophy works, that philosophy is sound, that philosophy provides depth and gets guys ready to play, regardless if they're starters in everybody's mind or they're above the line and they're going to play. So, whenever you're thrown into a situation like this, guys are already prepared like they're starters and they play at a high level. Not preparing all week like they're backups, don't get any burn, don't expect to play. And then all of a sudden they get thrust in there. Well, I've prepared like a backup all week. That does not happen in this program. And uh, I think it was proof today. I appreciate that, Kelly. Jeff, Jeff how difficult was this game uh, coming up? Coming up 
Yeah. Yeah, it was difficult, but I was very proud uh, of the coaching staff that we have, um, the leadership that we've developed and we've built in this program, uh, the resiliency, the focus, all of those things uh, were on display this week and uh, w was really proud of the guys, uh, how they handled it, their focus, their competitiveness every single day, appreciating the hard look that the scout team gave us every single day uh, instead of, why are you going so hard, which I've been at some other places and that has happened. They appreciated it. They got better every single day, and then they came out and played at a high level today. Absolutely. And all that stuff, but I'm sure you also understand there's neg neg negativity and stuff out there. And I'm just wondering, do you think you need to um, do something to sort of win those people over? Do you think you need to prove that you're going in the right direction? I think if you look at two years ago, this exact same game, you look at today, I think that proves we're going in the right direction. We've got a locker room that's really bought in. we got a coaching staff that is all together and was really proud of the guys. Uh, I'm very easy, after being a coordinator in the SEC for six years, I've learned a long time ago to stay off social media, to block out noise, don't worry about it, being a head coach now, going on my fifth year. There are certain people's opinion that I value very, very high. And it's those guys in that locker room, it's our coaching staff, it's our athletic department, it is our families that I really, really give credence to their opinions, what they think. I know exactly where this program is. I am so proud of those guys. I'm so proud to be the head coach here. And the vision, the belief, all of those things, I think you saw it on display today. Those guys are the ones whose opinions, those guys are the ones whose belief, those guys are the ones that work together and play together that really, really matters. I love our fan base. I'm so excited for them to give our players positive affirmation for playing a heck of a game, and they should, because our guys went out there and balled out under adverse circumstances, and they stayed together, and they worked. And we need all the positive energy that we can get. I don't care for me. But for those guys, how hard they work, who they are, what they do for this institution, going to school at the number one public institution in America, then going out and working every single day as hard as they can to build something special and to be a source of pride for this institution, they deserve all the positive energy everyone can muster. They're 18 to 22-year-old men that are earning a degree from an elite academic institution. They're playing in the ACC in what everybody calls one of the toughest schedules in America, and they do it with class, they do it with poise, they give great effort, they are a, uh, an example for how to be a student athlete in this day and age, and I am so proud of them, and I'm lucky to coach them. Thank you, Jeff, for asking. I know that uh, Justin wasn't available. Yep. So I was so proud of him, how he's handled this week. He wanted to play. He wanted to go. He was living down there with Mark Smith in our athletic training room. Uh, was a source of energy. Was a great teammate all throughout the week. Uh, the times that I caught his glance during the game today, uh, just who he was with his teammates, who he was supporting Jordan Yates was awesome. 
We're in the locker room just then celebrating. Jeff Sims had the biggest smile on his face. And I was just really, really proud of him. Uh, his parents have raised an incredible young man. He's an incredible talent. But who he was today, who he's been this entire week, really, really proud of him. Dan? Sticking with quarterbacks, just your thoughts on the way that Jordan played today. And yep. Yeah, he, I thought Jordan did a great job. Uh, Dave Padnot, I thought he caught a heck of a game uh, doing the things that Jordan is really good at. And uh, Jordan was able to put on a really good display today. Uh, a lot of weapons around him, a big physical offensive line. Um, but just Jordan's energy, his presence, who he is in our program, who he is in our locker room. Uh, just uh, I'm really, really proud of him. So glad he got the result that he's worked really, really ha hard for this team to have. We've got time for a few more, so we'll go start with Rod. We'll take Kelly and Ken after that. The last scoring drive, I guess Dante Smith showed, you know, what he has become in this program and yeah. how, you know, if you have the opportunities and you can take advantage of them, something like this happens. Rod's actually sounding like me now. I'm rubbing off on Rod now. I appreciate it, Rod. Love that's a great, that's a well-formed uh, question, Rod. I appreciate that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, just Dante. I mean, if you watch him on kickoff, he's flying down probably 22 miles an hour today. He's the gunner on punt, getting in the returner's face, and then whenever he touches the ball, magic happens. Uh, we've been able to recruit and develop an elite running back room and the bonds that they have in that room uh, are really strong uh, but Dante great player and I just really really proud of him when he touches the ball good things happen for us um, and then on special teams he's lights out the other one I want to mention today is Bruce Jordan Swilling Bruce Jordan Swilling played at a really, really high level on special teams. He was a three special teams guy today and uh, was just flying around on kickoff, flying around on pump blocks, not letting his guy cover, and then on kickoff return at the toughest position in college football, playing loose predator and prey on a guy running full speed down the field, and uh, just his contribution. Uh, really proud of Bruce as well. Okay, uh, Patrick and then Kelly and Ken. Coach Collins, uh, speaking of improvement, your field goal kicker got the monkey off his back. Yeah. 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 Just, just the way he just stayed dialed in. Again, block out the noise. Uh, just trust your process. He got a new cleat on his plant foot, and uh, got a tremendous leg uh, accuracy. All of those things. So really proud of him scoring points today uh, for us, and just so glad that he's here and part of the program. And the other one is Gavin Stewart. And if you watch Brent Samaglia, every one of uh, Gavin's kickoffs, when he's banging them three yards out of the end zone, there's Brent celebrating with Gavin uh, as he's coming off the field. That's really cool. Right? This is a cynical world, right? And you see young men that love each other, that have each other's back. That is the thing that should be valued, and that's what we have in that locker room. It's really cool. Kelly and Kelly. You were five for five today in the red zone with scoring opportunities. Obviously, yep. that's been... The, yep. Maybe maybe your biggest offensive struggle yep. here. How important was that to, to get that confidence now for your guys in the red zone and, and to execute like that? Yeah, absolutely. I thought they did a really good job, really good planning uh, by Dave Patnode, our offensive staff, working really, really well together, figuring out the things that we can do really, really well. Um, and just, you know, the, the other person I haven't mentioned enough is Kyrick McGowan. 
what a what a pleasure he is to coach. His demeanor, his attitude, his presence, his preparation, all of those things uh, are on full display. He was our punt returner today. The poise, the calmness, the decision making, uh, and he is a big time college football player. Uh, you know, he came here. He wanted to play slot receiver and get an opportunity to help us and he has and i'm so proud that he's here so thankful that jameer gibbs uh co-signed our locker room co-signed our culture uh so that he would come and join us uh to be a part of our family can wrap us up please um to play an offense like that as you mentioned instead of all the trouble that caused do you take kind of not knowing i guess what's going to happen is it kind of a side that you take after the game i'm just kind of seeing the way you've been playing that you know it's, it's going to work out that I mean that that's one of the top uh, triple option offenses in the country, um, and I, again back to our developmental team, they did a great job. Back to uh, Coach Thacker's scheme, what you watch around college football when you play that offense, most times people stay in one structure. They're either an eight-man front structure, they're an odd structure, there may be a bear structure, but what Coach Thacker did, he kept cycling through. We were going from odd to even, from one high to two high to bear, and just kept cycling through those things the entire game. That is hard to do. But our guys handled it. He did a great job teaching it. He did a great job uh, coaching it and applying all the principles and fundamental beliefs that we have in our program and our entire defensive staff uh, hats off to them as well. And our coaches, I thought they did a great job with our team this week, but in seven days, we got to do it again. You know, so it's time to get to go watch some college football now, Mike. Go watch some college football. I'm going to get some uh, big old pizza and uh, hang out with my family, man. But thank you, guys. God bless. Not game. Too bad.